Praise God. I'm happy to share today um, this message. The title is called My Journey. And I'm just walking through my process and sharing it as uh, God is revealing to me the things that he wants me to learn and to master on this journey. And so I'll just start by saying like, um, in case you know, you don't know the story, I was doing hair for about uh, 30 years. I made 30 years in February. And um, the beginning of the year, I started to feel in my spirit that God was just letting me know it's, this is coming to an end. You're not gonna be behind the chair that much longer. So um, I knew it was coming and I started to mention it to the clients like, you know, I think I'm gonna be doing something else. I won't be standing behind the chair as much. And um, when August came, I was expecting it to actually happen maybe the end of the year or something like that. But when August came, the beginning of August, I really felt strong in my spirit. God say, okay, it's August 31st. August 31st is gonna be your last day working. And you are going to let the clients know that after that day, you will no longer be working in this location doing hair. And I started letting people know, letting people know and I was kind of dancing around it a little bit. I had to wait and just pray and make sure I was hearing God and also get confirmation from pastor and just prayer to make sure like I'm hearing right and everyone bear witness with it and so I wrote the letter to let everyone know that the 31st is my last day and I was just like wow I can't believe I'm doing this so this is and has been the only source of income that I've known for so many years and um just think about it like the only way you know how to make money and now that's taken away from you is going to require another type of faith. You know, when I didn't have money while I was doing hair, it was like, okay, I can just pray and someone will call me and God would supply a customer to me. Or if I didn't have, you know, a certain amount, maybe three people might call me, but I already knew where or uh, I knew where it was going to come from, from the clients and me doing hair. So now I'm here, what I know and what I've been leaning on, that's gone. And um, I was praying about it. And I remember uh, I shared with you a couple of weeks ago that pastor uh, shared with me SpongeBob and that story. Uh, I don't watch SpongeBob, so I didn't really know that story. So he, he played the episode for me. And the episode was, uh, you know, they were sitting and no, they got, they were thrown somewhere because they were in their um, tree house and it, it, it shifted and they landed somewhere else and they didn't know where they were, they were lost. And they went to their magic uh, conch or whatever it was and they rubbed it. It was almost like a genie and that thing had to tell them what to do. So it told them to sit down and be still and don't do anything. And they kept asking, what should we do? And then the thing said, nothing. So I felt like God was telling me that you're not going to do anything but I had to get balance because it, we understand you know learning here at JCMI it's not like you just do absolutely nothing there's a part that you have to play but the difference is you're doing the thing that God is telling you to do like they were looking to that conch we know that we're looking to the Holy Spirit to give us a direction to give us an instruction and um 
So I had to ask God, okay, so let me get clarity. The being still, what that means is, yes, you don't have the way that you know, uh, that you, the only way that you have known has been taken away. And so the be still is you're not going to worry. And I don't want you to fret. I don't want you to also overwork. Um, you're not going to get this blessing from the sweat of your brow. Because you've been working and I've been working for so many years, so hard, standing in long hours and just beasting it out. And he's like, no, this one is not going to come with the sweat of your brow. This blessing is going to come with ease. And um, I said, okay. So I remember in my heart after I watched the SpongeBob and I, and I prayed and I said, I felt God tell me in my heart, just ask me for what you want. And I'm like, okay, I know this. I've done this before. God asked me to, to ask him for what I want. And then I give some low number that I feel comfortable with. And I said, no, this time I've been here before. I'm not asking for the low number, God. I'm asking for the number that's going to intimidate me and make me feel afraid. So I said, okay, um, we were in September. So I said, by October, the ending of October, I'll be believing you for like 10 grand. By the end of November, I'll be believing you for 50 grand. By the end of this year, my number is 500,000. And in one year, I would like for you to bless the businesses with 50 billion. Let, let it be worth 50 billion. That's what I'm leaving you for. <laughs> and so I did not pull back or flinch back because I'm like, God, you said ask for what I want. This is what I want. So I want you to do it. And this is what I'm asking you for. And when I said for the businesses, I said, let the businesses generate it in one year, meaning whatever year you decide to generate it, let it just take that one year for us to hit that height. And so it could be any year, it could be this year, it could be next year, but the number is 50 billion. Okay. So during this process, okay, I've, I'll put my request out there and I'm standing and believing that. So now time is going and I probably only had enough to last me for about a month and a half. And now I'll put my request out there and my income is going down. I'm paying my rent and some bills and the account is dropping and it's getting lower and lower and lower down to nothing. So I'm like, okay, God, so I know you told me to be still, but is there, you know, so I, naturally I started to get like a little nervous in the flesh. I believe you, God. I know you're my provider. I know you're going to make a way. What is it I should be doing right now? So um, the Lord did tell me, I want you to ask for help. And I want you to write a letter and ask your family, your new family for help. So I wrote the letter like God told me to. And the way he told me to write it, I wrote it. And he, um, it was, he was very specific. And I want you to send it to these seven people and I prayed about the people over and over and over again and it was clear send it to these seven people so one of the things I want to highlight is like when we're on this journey and this new level is the clear instruction and the be still is 
uh, to sharpen your listening skills and your eyesight for your spiritual sight where you can see what is it that God is doing and what is he saying. And then don't be afraid to get rid of the old, but to take on the new thing that he's showing you. Because that new thing is like, you're not acquainted with it. You don't know it. It's not familiar. You won't understand it. But you're trusting God and you're stepping into it. It's a new land. Everything is new about it. It's just easy for you to go back to the thing that you know. But I did make a decision. I can't go back to the old. Because the old would have been for me. Just call a couple of clients. Some people are calling me anyway. I can just go back and do it here. And God said, you know, you'll do here but it's minimal. It's not going to be primary. I do want you to focus on this real estate right now. And if you do any ones here, you're going to do it on the new prices, the new level. And so when a few clients did ask me and I told them, if you want me to do it here, I'll be doing it at this price. Then their face dropped and they said, oh, wow, that's different. Of course, it's not the same. And I can't go back to the old because then I'll be stooping below my worth and who I am. And so I had to stand. So either I was going to get desperate and drop my price low and take what I could because I was scrounging to make my bills or I'm going to stand and believe that God is going to provide for me. So here I am, my account is dropping and it's low and it's down to zero. And one of my um, um, uh, accounts, uh, the business account and um, the automatic pays went through. And so now, it's negative. God, what's happening? I believe you. I put my number out there. And the Lord said, write the letter. Okay, so I put the letter. The letter, I wrote the letter. I prayed over it. I gave it to the pastor for him to read it and to bear witness. And, um, you know, God led him to step aside and to allow me to walk through this process. So that this faith could be birthed on the inside of me and be strong and be my faith and not my faith leaning on his faith. So now I wrote the letter and, and um, it was also dealing with my pride because I've never been a person to ask for help. I will work 25 hours, whatever, make that money and do whatever I have to do, do the most instead of just asking. And so in this season, I learned, you know, being at JCM, I learned about having a tribe. I learned about asking for help. I learned about don't be afraid to say where you are and what you're going through. So I wrote the letter. And within five minutes of writing the letter, I got well, one of the seven people, they sent me a scripture. So I'm going to read the scripture to you. And if this scripture was the only scripture that I got and I didn't get anything else from writing that letter, it was going to be worth it. Because at that point, because I was searching and I was, I made the decision to trust God. When I got this scripture, it was, it literally felt like water to my soul. And so the scripture is in Leviticus chapter 25, verse 18 to 22. And it says, therefore, you shall do and give effect to my statutes and keep my ordinances and perform them. And you will dwell in the land of safety. The land shall yield its fruit. 
you shall eat your fill and dwell there in safety. And if you say, what shall we eat in the seventh year if we are not to sow or gather increase or gather or gather in our increase? Then this is my answer. I will command a special blessing. I, uh, I, will, I will command my special blessings on you in the sixth year so that it shall bring forth sufficient fruit for thee. Uh, sorry. Uh, bring forth sufficient fruit for three years. And you shall sow in the eighth year, but eat of the old store of produce until the crops of the ninth year come in, you shall eat of the old supply. So I had to read this seven times because this is very powerful. And I never seen, I never saw the scripture before. And you know, he was saying, I'm gonna command that special blessing on you in the sixth year so that it shall bring forth uh, sufficient fruit for three years. So he's saying, I'm gonna bless you. And the way I'm gonna bless you is literally gonna last for three years. So in the sixth year, that means you'll be covered for uh, year seven, year eight, and year nine. Then he was saying, you're going to go out and sow in the eighth year. But even though you sow in that eighth year, it's like you're going to put that money in savings or that, that, that extra, you're going to put it away and save it because you already have enough for the seventh, eighth, and ninth year because he gave it to you in, that, in the sixth year. And then until the ninth year comes, you will eat of the old supply. So when the ninth year comes, that was the ending of what he gave you in the sixth year. And now you, you are still eating of that old supply. So when that's done, now you can get the, the ninth year. That fruit is going to come in. So that means you didn't even touch the eighth year supply yet. It's still there waiting. And so this was really good. And it really gave me, wow built my faith and it touched me to say, oh Lord, so this is that SpongeBob thing, God, okay? So like, I'm gonna do it, you know? Um, there was another instruction that he gave me. Um, he told me to go to the salon, you know, get the hair and the wigs. And I got them, I brought them home and, you know, do a sale and start promoting those wigs. You're going to be doing more, you know, e-commerce, building a site, selling the wigs. Okay, Lloyd, got it. So my finances didn't come in yet. But actually, one person sent me some finances. So I had finances to cover my bills. Then another set of money came in again. And it covered some money from my exact bills. But then now my rent was due and I was like, God, what do I do now? And um, well, you know what? For family, I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna share, like, because the scripture that I got, Kwame sent that scripture to me. And it was such a blessing. 
And when I, when I was sitting down and just asking God, okay, what do I do now for my rent? My friend, she called me and she said she went to the Lord on my behalf and she prayed for me. And she said that the Lord allowed her to feel his love for me. And she felt the way God loved me um, in the spirit realm. And God told her to write something down. She said this was the first time that she got a word for somebody and was able to deliver it in that way. He told her, tell Nellie, you know, that she's my daughter and I love her. And she did make the right decision to leave, leave that salon job and that I'm proud of her and that I would not leave her without support. And I've already provided what she's asking for. That's why I told her to ask. Upon me hearing those words, those words, I cried. I, a cry came from the inside of my, I didn't even know the cry was there. I cried so loud. The ups, I think people upstairs, they heard me. It doesn't matter, but they heard me. And I broke down because that morning, I'm like, and, and not only did she do that, she said, here, God gave me a specific number. I'm going to give it to you. And she gave it to me. And I said, that morning, I said, God, you know, here I am. Tell me, what am I supposed to be doing? What do you want me to do? You still didn't know that I am God. But what is the part that you want me to do in the flesh? Like, is there something? I just want to make sure. Be still and know that I am God. Okay. So along the enemy was tormenting me and telling me, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, look at you, you're just gonna be ashamed. You can't even pay your rent, look at you. When she gave me those words, it was just like water. So my strength is being built is why I'm saying this. And my faith is being built is why I'm saying this. Because my faith, I've, I've had faith in a lot of different ways. And a lot of us, we have areas that we're really strong in. You know, certain things, like if God tells me this is going to happen to you and I don't know when it's going to happen, I can wait. I can wait for 50 years. I don't have a problem. I can wait. You know, I can be still in certain areas. You know, somebody's coming toward me saying this and that, whatever. Okay, fine. Finances is something that that spirit of poverty, I, had, I'm, I take my stand against it, is no longer going to tower over me. It's something that we grew up with. And our family been going back and forth with the spirit. God set me free. But once you get free in your spirit, your mind, God delivers you. But you still have to renew your mind, how you think, and even how you receive from God, how you look at yourself. All of that has to change so that you're a new creature in Christ. And God has been challenging me the way how you see yourself. Because the way how you see yourself is going to affect everything about you. It's going to affect what you reach for. It's going to affect what you speak. It's going to affect what you're calling to be. You know, speak those things that be not. You won't call a Lamborghini because you don't think you're worth it. You would say, I want whatever. Honda. It doesn't mean the Honda's bad, but I'm just saying, you won't say, I want Dolce Gabbana or something expensive 
this is going to be the cheap, the cheap bag, whatever. Whatever it is in your mind that you're not going to ask for, whatever it is, it could be whatever it is. I'll leave it blank so you can fill in the spaces. You won't think you're worth it because you really don't believe it. And if you keep speaking and believing and it's not real in your heart and your spirit, it won't manifest until God deals with that root cause and that root of faith, really believing that God's going to do it. And no matter what, I still believe. No matter what the outward circumstances are saying, I'm still believing. My landlord called me and then the Lord gave me an instruction. He said, I gave you favor with him. Tell him that you just need a few more days. And I said, Lord, I'm going to believe by this weekend. I'm going to have the money. So I said, can you give me a few more days? Can you give me to like the weekend? He's like, I called him and it's like he was doing something. He said, what? What? Oh, what? Okay, that's fine. Like, like he couldn't hear me. He was doing something. And he was like, that's not a problem. Like, don't worry about it. Okay, this weekend? Okay, fine. And he hung up the phone. I was like, wow. So, okay, God, you told me a favor. And I was kind of like stressed when I was calling him. And God told me it was going to be okay. But the inside was still trembling. <laughs> I was like, God, I don't like this feeling. But it ended up being okay. So, now... Another friend of mine, uh, she came to visit me, who is one of the seven people as well. So, so far, you know that the, with the seven people, like somebody just sent me money, you know, sell me, somebody sent me a scripture because I put in there, however it is, God will ask, ask you to help or whatever, or prayer. Somebody came with a letter from God. And then one of my friends, she came to visit me to my house on night. But even though she was coming to visit me, I didn't expect anything. You know, I wasn't, you know, because it's already like maybe almost a week since I wrote the letter. And she comes to visit me and she blesses me, right? And she blesses me with enough money to cover my rent and more, you know? After that, I was like highly overwhelmed because remember again, I, I, I said, God, you know, I'm believing for this weekend. I really am. And you know, I really don't, <laughs> there's no other way unless you help me right now because even though I have these weights, I still have to wait, you know, for the sale, even though I'm going to do the real estate. I still have to learn this real estate and get in the game to make that money. And then, you know, there was a lie the enemy was telling me as I was praying. God told you to do something new. You're supposed to be doing your real estate. You're not even doing it. You don't even know what you're doing. You don't have the money. You're not going to have it. So I'm like, God, is it that I, I didn't do the real estate? Like, is that why I don't have the money? <laughs> no, it's a lie. We know that's a lie. We know better than that. But I'm just explaining to you the thoughts and casting down those imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every single thought to obedience of Christ. That is the scripture. So those negative thoughts are going to come, but we're going to cast them down. Here you are in the natural. Here I am in the natural. I have to pay my bills. The account is negative. The landlord just called me. Am I still going to believe that God's going to provide for me? Yes, I still have to stand there because that's all I have. And so this is a great training ground concerning finances and my faith concerning finances and God did it so I'm like wow God so now next step 
after I talked to um, my landlord, you know, I, I never told him yet my date that was in my spirit that God gave me about when you're going to move. Because I knew once I tell him, like one of my friends says, the deal is sealed now. You gave this man the date, you put it out there. He's like, really? Okay, so you're out of here when? And I said, oh, November 30th. He's like, wow, that means I have to start showing the apartment now. So I'm like, oh, shoot, it's real now because I told this man. <laughs> and I know it was real, but you know, you're trying to like hold on to that little inch because you want to have a little safety. If I don't tell him he doesn't know, no. And I talked to the pastor. He's like, you have to make a decision. What is the date that God told you? Stick to that decision. You need to respect your landlord and call him and tell him what is what so that he can prepare. Like, okay. Got the instruction, called the landlord, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna have to start showing this apartment. Fine. Wow. Okay, guys. So because I just came from these experiences that you just did so absolutely amazing and wonderful, the awesome, powerful God that you are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I can stand now and believe for the rest, <laughs> you know? Because now I'll be believing for everything else of how God's gonna get me there and all the details um, for the apartment that I went to go and see and sign down, uh, fill out the application, all of this in faith. In the middle of that, there were um, some distractions that I discussed last week. And the distractions were very heavy. And so I wanna emphasize distractions in the middle of you going to your next season because those distractions are gonna try to, try to mess with your emotions, try to mess with your faith, try to mess with your mindset. And it was like distractions from my family. And, you know, I told you guys, you know, my mom was in the hospital. I didn't know she was in the hospital. They didn't tell me. I went there and they would do some back and forth with words and I'm coming home and then fighting off whatever negative spirits try to come to me from there. Those were distractions. But I remembered how to fight is not my fight. It's God laid it on in his presence, get to the throne. Like last week, Pastor was talking about, go to that higher place so that my mind can stay clear. Because right now, this is a critical state for me. I'm here. God is moving me to my next level. Everything is escalating. Everything is wonderful. Everything is amazing and it's beautiful. I just have these little hurdles I have to get over. And I cannot let these negative distractions take away what God is doing because then it allows you to turn your neck over here, fighting over here, pay attention over there. And you're not focusing on what did God say? Do, do the thing that I study the real estate, get your wigs, learn this e-commerce, so on and so forth. Pay attention and don't look at the things that look like they're falling out of place. Still stand. Now, also, I will speak about this. This is very important. When the Lord asks me what I want, and this time I've learned, I am not going to say that little tiny number anymore, the big number. And we know, even from when we learn about um, Envision Builders, and not even vision builders, the Bible. You have to speak it. If you speak it in your heart and you believe it, it shall come to pass. If you say to that mountain, get up and be thou removed and believe in your heart that you've already received 
that thing that you are asking God for, the scripture says it's yours if you really believe it in your heart. It's yours. Why? Because the moment you speak it, it's going to begin to manifest it if you believe it in your heart. And so I said those numbers and you know what's been happening? I've been saying, you know, I said the the 10,000, I said the 50,000 in one month and the half a million dollars. All of a sudden now, when I go to my Instagram and I'm looking different commercials or different things, people are talking about, oh, I made $20,000 in one month. I made $50,000 in one month. I made $126,000 this month. What were they doing? I said that my e-commerce business and this product took off and I made $126,000. A little uh, 11 or 12 year old girl, she she said, I'm taking my dad out to dinner. Why? Because I made $20,000 this month. And her dad's there showing her like, go ahead, show them. And she, she has her product that she has online that she's selling. This little girl made 20 something dollars, thousand dollars in a month. Why? Because I put it out there in the atmosphere and, and to God and I'm believing. So now God said, okay, you want this? Let me show you how. And now you're going to start to attract the thing that you believe for. And he's going to show you the path of how to get there. And now the thing is going to manifest because you weren't afraid to put it out there. You put it out there, but it's coming with ease. It's coming with ease. You know, the guy's going to show you the easy way to get it. Not only that, with the real estate, the young lady who's on the team, her name was Michelle. Michelle was like, yeah, I just, you know, I just got two, two homes. I'm wholesaling it. I made 10,000 off of one and I made 20,000 off the other one. She said one of those turned over in one week. Okay, God, I have to learn this real estate now. <laughs> so, you know, here it is. And then the thing about it, when it looks like everything is falling apart, no is that you have to make the switch. The thing that you used to do is dried up and that's falling apart. But there's a flow, the flow is somewhere else. And you have to find out where that ease and that flow is and it's gonna pour rushing because there is a harvest that we have. We've been sowing. Some of us been out there sowing for years. We have harvest out there and it's about asking God, where is my harvest and going to get it and to get the bountiful, that blessing, the manifestation. Where is it, God? Show me where it is. And God's been showing me. Okay, so I'm going to now, I have to study and I have to study and I have to study and I have to become expert in this thing. And it's not going to take me long. I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it now. Amen. And I'm going to receive my blessing now. I'm going to receive my harvest now is mine and start praying in that direction. So it's coming from the new thing. So, amen, praise God. I think that's about it on this journey. My Lord, my God, I thank God Almighty. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father Jesus, so much. Oh, for your word. I mean, you are amazing, God. You hear our prayers. You hear the exact prayer. You hear us. You're alive. You you are a powerful God. You really are. And I will no longer, every inkling of doubt, I will no longer doubt you father i will stand in every single area you're building all of us to stand in every whatever it is even if it's lack finances get into your next level money whatever it is we will believe that you will provide and we will seek you and when, even when it gets tight and everything is coming against us we will not bow we will stand in faith 
and we salute you as our king. You are the one that can turn the heart of the king. You have the heart of my landlord. You eased his heart. You did it, God. You touched people's heart to bring to me what I needed. And you can do it for everyone here on this call, listening to this message in this service now. You can do it for them. You only require us to believe and to step out in faith and to not go back to the thing that we, the familiar thing that we know. We take charge and we say, yes, Father, we will obey. Yes, we're moving forward. Yes, we're taking this chance. And yes, we trust you that is done. We love you so much, Father. We praise you. We glorify you through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. And amen. So and that's amen. It. Amen. Amen. I just ask them to keep recording for a moment. I don't want to add any revelations or anything or preach on top of a message, but I do want to specify a couple of points that she didn't really bring home that I happen to know about because I was there. Um, one, the first money she got from somebody, um, and I won't say names because she did not respect her place. Um, I think it was 500 bucks, if I remember correctly. And she came to me about it. And throughout it, she was saying, what should I do? And of course, God told me to stay out of the way. Like, you stay out. Don't run in and play rescue her, right? You stay out the way. And I said, well, I teach this in Harvest Time. I said, pray if that's your need or your seed. And I want to make sure this doesn't get away from people. I said, you can eat that and then still lack. Or you can sow that or a portion of that because that might be the seed towards your harvest. If it's not enough to pay your bills, then it's a seed toward what you'd be leaving for. So you got, you got it now? 500 wasn't enough to pay her bills. Her rent was due. I said, so if it's not enough to pay your bills, then pray about if it's a seed. And out of the 500, God told her to keep $50 to put for her apartment application and sow the 450. Now, it's hard sowing 450 when that's all you got. That's, that was all she had. The 500 was all she had at that moment. She took 50, put it for the apartment application. She sold 450. I need you to understand because she didn't make this clear. She told the landlord, give me to Saturday. She told the landlord that on Monday. The week is coming by. She got 500. That's not enough. She got rid of all of that. She gave $50 to pay for it, So she's back to zero. And now here comes Saturday. And on Saturday, the friend who showed up for her gave her the money that covered her rent on Saturday. I just want to make sure we're very clear about that. She stood in a way, when she started throwing the numbers out of me, I thought I was a man of faith. When she said that 50 billion, I was like, okay, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, so she's challenging me because, listen close, and this is what I'm going to say, I'm a man of faith, but I'm a man also of, of structure and plan. So God gives me faith, and then he gives me a plan, and I step out, and I start marching around the wall of Jericho. What's the plan? Do I march around it? Do I, you know, do I blow the trumpet? That's my thing. I was not used to this sit and do nothing. 
Just know, you just trust God. I'm like, that's fairy tale stuff. Faith without works is dead. And this is the way my, my mind took it. There was a balance and she made that balance clear. It wasn't about sitting and doing nothing, but it was about not working anxiously. She had work she had to do. She had to write the letter. What was God dealing with? She said it, her pride. I don't ask people for help. I don't ever go to anybody for help. So she was challenged at this moment to lean on her brothers and sisters in Christ, to lean on the seven people God told her to reach out to. God gave her a specific word, reach out to these people. And, and, and I think I saw in the letter, she said, if you can help me with finance, if you can help me with prayer, whatever way you want to help me, I'll accept that. Now, you don't understand how big that was for her to ask for help. Her pride wouldn't allow her to. And so God's hurdle with her at that moment was pride. There was something he was dealing with. There's something right now that he's dealing with with each and every one of us that he's saying, I want to take you to the next level, but this thing right here, reading the book of Revelations, each tribe, he said, I love this about you. I love that about you, but you lack this. And that thing that you lack is the barrier between where you are and where God is taking you. So her whole story today was to say to you, I had come to a place where what I was used to and how I was expecting God to act was different from what he normally does. And this time when I surrendered to that, he began to show his move. He began to show how he was moving. He began to open up the doors and show me insight. So to conclude, conclude on what, my, what, what Manelli is saying is this. When God is taking you to the next level, he's asking you not to depend on what he used to do. He's showing you what he's going to do. And when he shows you what he's going to do, he's going to expose something about you that doesn't sit right. What she just walked through exposed to me that my faith wasn't as big as I thought it was because I did not have sit there and SpongeBob nothing faith. That, 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 that for me was like, okay, wait, whoa, okay? So each level is challenging. She's coming to me, I'm challenging her, she's challenging me. What a great relationship. This is what God does with us. So in this season, ask God, what's your next level? And if there's any hindrance that exists in you that's preventing that next level, help me be free from it. In Jesus' name, amen.